Welcome to another episode of Ask Aces podcast, where we connect you with science and answer common questions you may have regarding food, agriculture, families, and more. Today, we are joined by Alexa Smith, a senior in the Department of Natural Resources and Environmental Sciences and Aces. In addition to writing a book about the zero waste movement, Alexa has also recently been awarded the prestigious Lincoln Academy Student Laureate Award, an award given annually to one senior from each of the four-year degree-granting institutions of higher learning in Illinois. Today, we're going to be talking with Alexa about her book, her passion for reducing waste, her future career plans, and how being a student in ACES is helping her get there. First of all, big congratulations to you, Alexa, for being awarded with the Lincoln Academy Student Laureate Award. That is so exciting, and I'm so excited to be talking to you today about that. So I guess first, can you just tell me a little bit more about that award and what winning that means to you? Yeah, definitely. Originally, I was contacted about this award by my academic advisor who nominated me, but I honestly hadn't heard much about it before this, and I've since realized how much of an honor it is to have received this award. But basically, the idea of the Lincoln Award is that it's granted to individuals, uh, seniors, that exemplify the leadership characteristics of Abraham Lincoln. So these include courage, empathy, honesty, and integrity. And it really cements a commitment to a life of civic engagement. And that's something that I'm really committed to, I suppose, as someone who's really interested in sustainability. And so, uh, yeah, I think it really just aligns with everything that I've done. Um, So it's really an honor to be a part of this community. It's just such a big award and it's great to have, to be able to speak with you about that. And we did speak earlier in the year when you were in the process of kind of writing your book before that was all out. And so it's really cool to be speaking with you again after seeing all that work pay off. Um, And so kind of going into talking about your book, can you just tell me a little bit about the book in general and when it was published and sort of the the general idea of that? So uh, the book is called An Economic Eclipse Shifting Toward a Sustainable Future by Eliminating Waste. And basically what the book is about is this idea of the circular economy. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's sort of the idea that through our systems of production and consumption, we should try to reduce waste and preserve natural resources. But really the book kind of starts off exploring the space of sustainable business and how the circular economy sort of fits into that. And then The majority of the book talks about different business models and strategies that can be used to reduce waste, not only on a business level, but also on an individual level and how we can change our consumptive behavior to stop buying things quickly and cheaply as we're kind of used to in this day and age and move towards a more conscious consumption. I think that's something that college students can probably relate to in an environment where you're looking for really quick things and, you know, convenient things that aren't always the most sustainable. Um, I'm curious where your passion for sustainability comes from, or if there is a specific moment in your life or an experience that kind of really pushed you to want to study this further. Something that comes to mind is my traveling experiences from when I was younger So I had the opportunity to travel to Indonesia with um, one of my best friends. Her family would go there every year. Um, So I was able to go there and explore some of their forest preserves and just understanding the way that the indigenous people there lived in harmony with the environment. And so that really sparked my interest in, I guess, environmentalism. But how it kind of relates to my book is that I've since realized 
in Bali specifically in Indonesia, they are one of the top five plastic producing nations in the world. And a lot of these environmental issues that are related to waste production and ultimately the way that our industries function can be kind of covered up and kind of this understanding that tourism can be done responsibly. And there's a lot of things in especially third world countries that um, people in America might not know about kind of encouraged me to learn more about these systemic issues. Let's talk a little bit about some of the work you do um, off campus and then we'll kind of shift to on campus. So obviously your book we just discussed, but tell me about some of the, the opportunities that that your book has provided for you to kind of further explore sustainability. Yeah. Since publishing the book, I've released bi-monthly blog posts about different topics that I mention in the book, like environmental justice and some of the different business models that are involved um, in reducing waste. And I also have a weekly newsletter for people who support my book and want to learn more about what I'm doing. I've obviously done a lot of podcast interviews, like interviewed with you before, and several newspaper article features. And then I guess most pertinently right now, I am creating my own podcast And so it hasn't been released yet, but it's called the Regeneration Podcast. And really the concept of the podcast is how intergenerational knowledge transfer can help us move towards a more sustainable future. And I'm specifically focusing on sustainable, circular, and zero waste fashion. But I talk about a lot of the tangential issues that are related to this, um, like agriculture and environmental issues and social issues that are related to the fashion industry. So you obviously do a lot of work on campus here at U of I. So um, first, tell me a little bit about your James Scholar Honors Project that um, you've been doing. It's really interesting to think back. I talked about this research project in my book, um, and I think that it subconsciously influenced me to look more into zero waste because my freshman year um, for a class called NRES 287, it's Environment and Society. Karina Van Riper is the professor for that class. And so I was doing an honors project where a group and myself looked into the effect of different behavior change principles on recycling behavior on campus. And so basically what we did is we set up this booth on the main quad during Earth Week, and we had a pile of waste material, some of which was recyclable and some of which was non-recyclable. And we asked people to sort them into those two piles. And it was really disheartening and, but also really interesting that we had about 50 visitors to our booth and not a single person was able to sort all of the waste material correctly. So it really made me interested in this topic and trying to understand why there's such an enigma around waste. And then you're also a part of Illinois Enactus, uh, which we did talk about a little bit in our um, interview last time. But tell me a little bit more about what you've been doing with Enactus and some updates there. So this relates really well into my podcast because the I'm currently a project manager for Enactus for a project called Phoenix. And basically the project is focusing on reducing textile waste and apparel waste in the Champaign-Urbana community. So what we do is host workshops to teach people how to upcycle their clothing. And we're at a really exciting phase in the project where we're looking to partner with local thrift stores to donate their clothing that would otherwise not be purchased, whether it be stained or torn or just not sold. Um, So rather than that being sent to the landfill, which 
unfortunately, is where about 95% of clothes that are donated end up. We would take in those clothing pieces and teach people how to revamp them. So we host our workshops at the University Fab Lab. It's right by the ACES Library, actually. So I've really enjoyed being a part of that project and we'll continue to work on it. Tell me about a couple of the other the things that you've been doing just on campus and some of the highlights of some of the stuff you're doing here. So I've also, um, during my time at the U of I, been really involved in ICE, which is the Institute for Sustainability, Energy, and Environment. And I'm currently the student clerk for the Zero Waste ICAP team and the Engagement ICAP team. So basically, I facilitate these committees uh, that are made up of students, faculty, and staff members, and we create different recommendations for the university to achieve our goal of carbon neutrality. Um, so obviously, the zero waste team aligns uh, very well with all of the things I've been working on and what I've focused on through my Lincoln Academy Award. Currently, we're working on a bottled water behavior change campaign because surprisingly on campus, bottled water is one of the most highly consumed items in our campus vending machines. So we're looking into different ways that we can try to encourage people to use the filter stations that we have and water fountains instead of purchasing plastic. And then you also were a guest lecturer for an urban planning class. So tell me how that went. Yeah, it was really nerve wracking. I'm going to be honest. Um, at first, I've obviously never given a guest lecture before, but the class was called Planning for Climate Change. And so I reached out to the professor, Sean Kennedy, at the beginning of the semester because I thought that my book kind of aligned really well with the class overall. And so he actually arranged his course schedule to include a week on waste management. So that's when I came, I talked about my book and just gave a presentation and interacted with the students. So yeah, it was really interesting, really cool. And then lastly, a few things that you've done on campus are collaborating with some other professors. So who are some of uh, those professors you've collaborated with and what are some of the projects that have come out of that? Honestly, this is one of the most enriching parts of writing my book has been being able to collaborate um, with professors from all different departments and talk about my book and how it relates to their fields of research. So some of the notable mentions uh, I'll include, um, I've worked with finance professors, um, Mark Smith and Don Fullerton, a material science professor, John Abelson, and then in ACES, Renata and Brian Endres. I've talked to them all about my book and because the circular economy and sustainability are so interdisciplinary, each of these conversations have been so valuable and really shifted my perspective. My ultimate goal, I would say, is to educate people on waste reduction, and each of them have provided some really valuable insight into things I could consider and share with people as I'm kind of spreading this message. I'm also curious how just being in ACES at U of I has kind of helped you with your goals and to accomplish all of the things that we just kind of talked about. Yeah, it's hard to even put that into words. I mean, I've, I'm currently majoring in NRES and a lot of the things I've learned about in environmental social science um, have gotten me to where I am today. Um, I'm also minoring in environmental economics and law. And so having that background, which I didn't necessarily get through my major directly, uh, has also given me a different perspective on how we can pursue sustainability collectively. Ultimately, yeah, I would just say ACES has provided such a great interdisciplinary environment and has allowed me to pursue these projects in a tangible way. It's not necessarily 
theoretical, like I'm actually going out there and trying to create change. So um, it's been a really great community to be a part of. Obviously, you're very involved in sustainability. How can others get involved in that and kind of individually on on that level, start contributing to a more sustainable world? And what are just a couple maybe simple ways that someone could start doing that? I would say when it comes to reducing waste, really making upfront investments like simple things like reusable bags, I always mention, or cups, things like that are just really easy ways to start reducing plastic. And although environmentally, or when it comes to greenhouse gas emissions, I guess the argument is that reducing plastic maybe isn't the greatest thing, or it won't create the most impact. But I think it's really just the intention behind it. I would say the number one thing is being more conscious with the things that you buy, because Voting with your dollar is such a powerful thing. And even though you might just be spending $5 less on like deciding not to purchase coffee from Starbucks or something like that, the mindset shift behind that is so much more powerful. So that I guess would be my top recommendation. Sure. Kind of a mindset kind of shift that can then apply to so many other kind of action-based activities. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. And I think now we're kind of winding down here at the end of the episode and Alexa is going to be reading from her Lincoln Academy Student Laureate Award statement, which kind of sums up her mission and goals for the future. So super excited to hear this whenever you're ready. I am honored to be recognized by the Lincoln Academy as a laureate among some of the greatest company Illinois has to offer, from world-class athletes to Pulitzer Prize-winning authors. Our diverse intergenerational commitment to civic engagement is fierce and untamable, and our endless fuel for change stems from our homestead roots, which have been enriched by Abraham Lincoln's unwavering commitments to leadership and unity. Unwilling to tolerate injustice and relentlessly motivated to pursue a life of service, Lincoln's values live on in my own journey as an environmental activist, author, volunteer, and social entrepreneur. One token of wisdom that Lincoln shared with the world is that the best way to predict the future is to create it. For him, that meant a centuries-long legacy as a president who introduced equality into American democracy. As someone who strives to follow in his path, I hope to create a paradigmatic shift whereby the rights of the earth are considered alongside the rights of the people. A future where individuals and communities live harmoniously with the planet as opposed to living on it, and a future defined not by economic growth, but by social well-being. My commitment to environmental justice and sustainability engagement is a purposeful extension of the equality that Lincoln hoped to create. I am carrying his torch by challenging my own role as a student, a consumer, and an environmentalist in order to challenge the status quo. I sincerely hope to inspire others to follow in our footsteps and continue igniting the flame of social change for the benefit of our people and our planet. So well said. Congratulations again on all your success. And thank you so, so much, Alexa, for joining us today. We wish you the best of luck, of course, in your future. And we're super excited to see what you do next. Remember, you can check out Alexa's book, An Economic Eclipse, Shifting Towards a Sustainable Future by Eliminating Waste on Amazon now, and that's available in paperback or an ebook version. And that's it for today. Join us next time for another Ask Aces podcast.